0: our message, we're going to be talking about language. Talking about what we say and how it matters. But not only what we say, but we need to remember that what God says matters the most. We're taking a look at Ephesians chapters 4 and 5, hearing from the Apostle Paul, the great missionary who founded so much of the beginning of the Christian church in the Mediterranean area. And he was writing this letter to the church in a town called Ephesus. And it was a general letter about what it means to live as Christians. What does it mean for our faith to have an impact on our lives? And in this closing part of chapter 4, he's talking about how the words that we say, the things that we do, should reflect the faith that we have, the gift that we've received from God in His grace and mercy through Jesus Christ. Last week we talked about Christian maturity. We talked about what it means to grow in our faith, right? And we talked about how that growth and maturity is reflected and, and uh, shared with the world around us by the unity that we show with one another. How Christians who live different kinds of lives, Christians who live in different places, can be united and bound together by the faith that they share. Because no matter where you live or how you live, there is only one Lord and one Savior, Jesus Christ. And belief in that is the mark of maturity and unity that witnesses to what happens when we believe in Jesus to the world around us. But what comes from that? What does life look like? What does our language sound like when we have had that change made in us by God through faith in Jesus Christ? What does it mean to be shaped by that faith? Well, part of that change that occurs is the way that we speak, the words that we say. And there's no insignificance, it's not just a mere coincidence that that is a significant change in our lives as Christians. Because language, words, what we say, all of that is really important and part of the core design of humanity and the way that God interacts with his creation. If we think about how God interacts with us, how God shares his message with us, the way that God communicates to his people, If we think about how the Bible tells us about all of those things, we begin to realize that language, that the spoken word, that dialogue, is a major part of that interaction between God and humanity. If we read through the opening account of Genesis, the creation account, we hear that God spoke the universe into existence. He said, let there be light, and light appeared. And if we think about how God communicated with Adam and Eve in the garden, the first human beings, right? He spoke His promises to them. He walked with them and spoke with them and had dialogue. And that communication they had with one another began to lay the foundation for how God would interact with His people throughout history all the way up until now, until even when Christ returns. And we think about how the Gospels reflect Jesus Christ, how they describe Him. John, the Gospel of of John, says Jesus is the Word made flesh. That is the Word of God spoken by which God created everything, right? Became a human being in Jesus Christ. And He was the, the incarnate, that is the human version, the made flesh person of God's Word. Walking and talking and sharing God's message with the people. And Jesus didn't, didn't stop there. God's word didn't stop in the person of Jesus, but he passed it along to his disciples. That they would preach and share the message of God's hope and healing with the world. And, and through the disciples, the church grew up into becoming this community of believers all across the world. And that's what Paul is talking about in this letter to the Ephesians today that we're hearing from in chapters 4 and 5. He's saying that this church is the messenger of God's love. And that we share that message through what we say. The words that we speak, the way that we speak them. And all of that is different now in light of faith because of what God has said Concerning you and me, not only what he has spoken in his promises to us, but what he has done through his word made flesh, through the human person of God's message, Jesus Christ, who lived and died and rose again. And because of that ministry, because of that mission and work, we are made new in our faith. So what does it look like? What is that made newness reflected by in our lives? In what we say? How does it look different than it was before? What kind of impact does this have on us? Paul instructs the the Christians at the church in Ephesus by reminding them how they might speak. So listen to these verses from Ephesians chapters 4 and 5 and hear how they instruct us in how we should speak and act as well. So put away all falsehood. And tell your neighbor the truth, because we belong to each other. And don't sin by letting anger gain control over you. Don't let the sun go down while you are still angry, for anger gives a mighty foothold to the devil. Don't use foul or abusive language. Let everything you say be good and helpful, so that your words will be an encouragement to those who hear them. Do not bring sorrow to God's Holy Spirit by the way you live. Remember, He is the one who has identified you as His own. Guaranteeing that you will be saved on the day of redemption. Get rid of all bitterness, rage, anger, harsh words, and slander, as well as all types of malicious behavior. And instead, be kind to each other, tender hearted, forgiving one another just as God, through Christ, has forgiven you. Follow God's example in everything you do, because you are His dear children. Live a life filled with love for others following the example of Christ who loved you and gave Himself as a sacrifice to take away your sins. And God was pleased because that sacrifice was like sweet perfume to Him. Did you hear about the powerful transformation that God's work in our lives has in the way that we speak? You see, God spoke through Jesus. God's Word through Jesus made an impact on us. It called us His own. See, in there, uh, I love the phrase, God has identified you as His own. He has called each and every one of us His own child. And because of the work of Jesus, remember, the Word of God made flesh, the Word of God in human form. Because of the work of that Word in Jesus, we are forgiven, we are transformed, we are renewed and made new. And so the words that we speak take on a different tone. You see, the world would tell us we need to be uh, fair in the way that we speak. We need to be balanced. When someone hurts us, we need to hurt them. When they pay us a favor, we need to pay them a favor. The world is transactional, trying to keep everything even. But the Word of God upends that whole system and forgives us. That is, it doesn't require anything of us when God wipes away our imperfections, when He forgives our blemishes and and sees past our faults. He sees us as one of His own perfect children. And because we are seen as perfect by God, we can speak words of love. Those same words of promise that we have received through the work of Jesus, we can share with the world around us. But it's not like everything we say just needs to be You need to believe in Jesus because He died on the cross for you. That wouldn't fit in every situation, every conversation we have. It should always be in the back of our minds. It should always be guiding our conversations. But those very words don't need to be every word that we say. Instead, they should guide every word that we say. Because we are forgiven by Jesus, we know that we can forgive the person that has hurt us. We know that we can give a little more love even if we aren't receiving it from someone, and so our words can be marked by kindness, tender-heartedness, patience, and love. This is what the Christian language is all about. This is why what we say matters so much. God uses His people to speak His words of love into the world around us. You see, God has always used language to extend His love to people in the world. He spoke words of creation. He spoke words of promise through the prophets and through the priests as He led His people through the wilderness to the promised land. And He spoke words of promise that a Messiah would come, that a Savior would come. And that Savior was Jesus Christ, the Word of God, His spoken word made into a human person. And Jesus' own words give life and healing to you and to me. And so now we share those same words of healing and love and patience with the world around us. We are a part of that system and interaction of God's Word with the world. You and I are His speakers. You and I are His mouthpieces to the world around us. The words we say carry a great amount of importance and significance. It's easy for us to just take it for granted that someone will forgive something that we said or won't remember what we said. But there's that famous saying, you know, people won't remember what you said, but they'll remember how you made them feel. Well, you made them feel that way by what you said. And so what we say does matter. Let what we say be guided by the love we have received in Christ. We're not trying to earn the relationship we have with Him. That's already so well established because God's Word is Word's we can count on, and He has identified us as His own. And yet, in light of that relationship, now we can look at the world in a new way. We don't have to worry about that system of transaction and keeping everything in balance and repaying evil for evil and good for good. Instead, we can speak persistent and consistent words of God's love to the world around us. And when it gets hard, we can speak to God in prayer and say, Lord, help me out here. I don't know what to say, but I want to say something that's going to reflect the love that you've shown me, and the love that you want to extend to my neighbor." We live in a world where what we say can be said in a million different ways. In person through conversation, on Twitter through 140 characters, online through videos, or over the phone with phone calls, or over the radio, however you hear them in podcasts. Words are everywhere in our world. The significance is no different just because we see them in more places. So think about how the words that you say might be an extension of God's love to the world that He has put you in. All this I say encouraging you in the name of Jesus. Amen.